I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Today's episode is brought to you by Energy Smart, Entergy New Orleans Energy Efficiency Program. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today's guests are Greg Fern, CEO of LCMC Health, and Michael Fitz, president of Tulane University. Last week, the two leaders announced that LCMC intends to acquire three Tulane-affiliated hospitals from HCA Healthcare in a deal worth $150 million. If approved by regulators, the move will strengthen the partnership between Tulane and LCMC and change the landscape of academic medicine in New Orleans. Gentlemen, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hey, All right, first off, I got a question for both of you. Why are Tulane and LCMC joining forces? Sure, I'll uh, I'll start, Rich. Um, well, first, it's just, it's a natural fit. We partner today at the University Medical Center downtown and at Children's Hospital. Uh, so we've lo- worked alongside each other um, for quite some time. So it's, it's, a, it's a natural fit, it just makes sense. But more importantly, we, you know, we're two nonprofit organizations based here in New Orleans. Um, when we do well, we invest back into the community. Um, and this is all about bringing great health care and delivering state-of-the-art health care uh, to the New Orleans community, the type of health care that keeps people right here and the type of health care that people will travel for. Uh, so we're, we're excited about the partnership and what it, what it means to this uh, community. Michael Fitz, I'll throw that same question to you. Well, I would accentuate everything uh, Greg just said. Um, this is about healthcare. This is about patients and how you best take care of patients in New Orleans and Louisiana. Um, we've seen huge changes uh, nationally um, and locally in the delivery of healthcare. Um, it's you know innovating. It's changing. Uh, and that you see the value of partnerships between uh, community-based systems and academic specialty systems. That's what this is about, um, bringing the, uh, two great healthcare organizations uh, together in a way that really um, improves the quality of healthcare. Um, and as Greg said, um, it's destination healthcare. It's it's providing both specialty and community medicine together in a in a synergistic way um, to improve health health services. Greg Fern, this deal will reduce the number of major healthcare operators in New Orleans to two. There's LCMC Health and Oshner. Why is consolidation the trend? What are the pros and cons for these systems, and, and what are the benefits, dangers as 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 things consolidate? Consolidation is a trend across the country in in healthcare, and it's in some ways, it's to it's to gain expense efficiencies, um, better coordinate care across a larger clinical uh, portfolio, um, leveraging investments made in technology, especially the electronic medical record. We use Epic at LCMC Health. Those are massive investments um, for smaller institutions. Um, and so to really leverage and, and gain scale, uh, health systems become larger. 
I think what's so great about this um, partnership is we're strengthening one that already exists. Um, we already work together with, with Tulane. We work with LSU. Uh, we'll now have both universities within one health system, one electronic medical record, ultimately, better coordinate care, uh, make the, the environment for our learners, the next generation of healthcare professionals, that much stronger. Um, so the, the, the number of um, efficiencies and benefits gained by this uh, partnership, I think, far outweigh just the, just the overall benefit of becoming larger where you can spread your overhead over more facilities. There's so much more to this one. And a lot of it goes to research and collaboration, et cetera. So it's, it's, it'll be transformative for, for New Orleans. I'll follow up with another question about that in a minute, but uh, President Fitz, you know, Tulane has been partnered with HCA, I think at, at least at the downtown hospital for, for more than two decades. Uh, this is a big change, a big culture change. Why does this transaction make sense? And then what does that mean for, for you to work with a nonprofit health system versus a national for-profit system? Well, I, I would emphasize again what Greg just said. Uh, we have already existing partnerships uh, with LCMC at University Medical Center and Children's Hospital, which have been very productive. I would just put it in terms of it's a natural fit with LCMC. I also would note that um, in addition to sort of the benefits, uh, the synergies of a larger system uh, and the ability to integrate um, community health care and specialty health care, um, there's also the research and education aspect. We've got 37 residency programs that bring uh, medical graduates uh, to this region to train from all over the state, the country, the world. And this will improve their ability to get great training across a broader platform. And the incentive, they really have to stay here once they finish their education. And that's good for healthcare in Louisiana, as well as the larger footprint that that provides for our research. Let me just say, Tulane is um, in exploding in its research portfolio over the last um, five years. Uh, it's gone up 50%. We're expecting it to go up another 50%. And so many of that, that research is clinically focused. Um, and we want to be able, in a sense, to bring those um, the value of uh, of those insights uh, to the bedside, and and this allows us to do it in a much more thoughtful and systematic manner. Nice. Now, can, can this is for either of y'all? Can y'all explain what's going to happen downtown? Uh, I know from the news last week that some of the services or all of the services that are, are currently at Tulane Medical Center are going to move to UMC and to EJ. And then there's this other huge two-lane investment downtown related to charity and what's currently the medical center. Can you talk about both organizations' investments and then how that's going to affect these different uh, these different hospitals? I'll start on the uh, on the patient services side. So our, you know, it'll take some pretty in-depth planning because at the end of the day, we want to do what's best for patient care and what's best for our physicians, faculty, and learners. Uh, we'll plan to relocate services, some to the University Medical Center, which is two blocks away right. uh, in a brand new hospital where Tulane already cares for patients. And then we'll move some services out to East Jeff over a, over a period of time 
Um, so we weren't, you know, in, in some ways we're taking advantage of a brand new facility downtown that has capacity. We already started investing in East Jeff. Uh, we have capacity there. So better utilizing two, two large assets and in, in a way keeping the same access points. So there's, there's still an academic hub downtown and now there will be a state-of-the-art academic medical center out in uh, Metairie. And we're, we've got a $220 million capital commitment over five years to continue to invest in technology and infrastructure at, at East Jeff, Lakeview, and Lakeside. And on top of that, Mike, and share the, the amount of investment they're making in downtown, which is just also transformative. Yeah, just to underscore, as Greg said, this is going to be a transition over after um, review and approval uh, through the regulatory process and the attorney general. Um, uh, probably a 12 to 24 month period of movement to the UMC and East Jeff. Um, East Jeff will become sort of our flagship academic hospital. And as Greg said, there'll be substantial investments there and the other uh, Tulane hospitals. As to the downtown, over the long run, we are intending to establish a nursing program, which will be in that facility. We're also moving research and educational programs into the facility. And there will also be some outpatient clinics that will be um, in that facility as well. But, but the downtown hospital, once the transition has occurred, is part of a huge investment Tulane is making in the downtown campus. We will have 21 buildings downtown. Uh, obviously, the investment in charity are um, sort of transformative and a signature focus of our downtown activities. We'll have um, literally uh, 600 researchers in charity, 400,000 square feet that will le leverage other developments in charity. Um, I was surprised to learn that charity itself, in terms of square footage, is the equivalent of six superdomes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, we're talking uh, major space. Our school of public health will move into the um, charity as well as uh, medical uh, labs and research. Um, so um, as well as a school of professional advancement. So we'll have um, a large presence in the downtown. And we view that as um, not only a, a place to really support our explosion in research, but also startup activity out of that research. Um, as, as many people know, uh, cities have been transformed uh, by the results of research of universities. We all know about, obviously, Silicon Valley and Boston, uh, Austin, Texas, and even Pittsburgh. We really view the research that we're doing down, down and the expansion um, as ultimately helping to transform New Orleans and its economic base. Is there a rough price tag on all the investment downtown? Between uh, charity and sort of redoing the hospital building, we're looking at roughly $600 million overall. Oh. Now, some of that is, is uh, aligned with developers to, to develop the space, but literally 600. That will, in a sense, generate, we think, overall in terms of a follow-up uh, research uh, investments by others over a billion dollars in economic impact in the downtown. Wow, area. wow. And, I, and what's the time span for all of this, all the infrastructure changes down there? Well, obviously we've we've already started a number of investments. 13, 15, 
uh, residential facility right. uh, we've launched last year. We've uh, put in a um, police station as well as a fitness center. We are redoing um, major parts of Hutchinson to allow more research in that. Charity itself is, is not expected to be ready for occupancy until 2025. Okay. Since we're running out of space, that's why we're redoing Hutch and, and providing other types of expansion. And that's why um, the Tulane Hospital building ultimately will be very valuable to our um, expansion. Energy Smart is here to help. We'll pay up to 100% of your business's qualifying LED or HVAC upgrades. Submit your project today. Call 504-229-6868 or email us at info at energysmartnola.com. Greg, for jumping back to the, to the health system, when this deal, if this deal is approved, you will grow from a six hospital system to a well, is it a nine or an eight hospital system? If Tulane Medical Center is being repurposed, how do you consider it? it it'll ultimately be eight. But as Mike pointed out, following regulatory approval, it's it's going to be a 12 to 24 month process. Gotcha. But so, so you will ultimately get to eight. So you end up being an eight hospital system. Uh, I was talking to a healthcare economist last week. You know, I was asking just for some context. What, you know, why, why, why consolidation? What does it do? And this, this man told me that, uh, one of the important things is that the, the bigger a system is, the more bargaining power and leverage that system has with the payers, you know, with the Blue Cross and the other insurers. Can you talk about that aspect of things and also just the process of growing in what, 15 years from being one successful hospital uptown now to being turning into an eight hospital system? Yeah, for, you know, for, for Children's Hospital in its history, always been a pediatric academic medical center. So part of training the next generation of healthcare professionals. That's part of our uh, DNA, uh, but we're a nonprofit serving the community as part of our DNA. And I, I would say along the, the growth path that we've been on, uh, every acquisition or partnership that we've made is about partnering and coming together for the community, uh, coming together for the community to deliver the best patient care possible, the highest quality, um, better coordination, more access points. And, and that's what we would um, say to any payer. And I think that's what's important to the payers is that their members have access, their members have great quality care and a good patient experience. And at the same time, uh, we're, we're helping train the next generation of healthcare professionals. Is there potentially more growth what would be the next step if we jump ahead five years? There's no hospitals left. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to speculate, but uh, you know, we're we're focused on New Orleans and this community, um, really allowing this partnership along with the partnerships we already have, including LSU, to take us to the next level and and create destination healthcare, make it a reality. Let's have our our residents stay here for all of their healthcare and not travel outside of Louisiana. Uh, and let's bring others in. Right. That's what that's what we'll be focused on. A question for both of you. How long has this plan been in the works? How long did it take to come together? <laughs> it's it, it took some time. It's tough to tell. And in some ways, because we're we already partner, you know. Right. Um, so, you know, whether it's faculty and services at Children's Hospital or UMC, we've um, we're partners today. Um, and upon regulatory 
approval, we're going to we're going to have an even stronger partnership. Is this something that predates the pandemic conversations or is it all more recent? We've been in talks for some time. The pandemic obviously blurs lots of things. We base time on pre or post pandemic. Right, right. Um, Stepping back, you can um, we moved our Department of Pediatrics to Children's Hospital um, a couple, two or three years ago. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a, a, a has has proved very successful. And then obviously expanding our role in, at the UMC, that's given us uh, an opportunity to work together and, and see the value of, of the partnership. Um, so I think it's grown out of a lot of things over a period of time. All right. Well, the, la the last question, this is for both of y'all, and you guys can choose in which order to answer. But um, this deal is a big bet on the future of New Orleans. As you look at the New Orleans economy, what makes you worried about the about the future of the city and what makes you optimistic? Let me step back and, and um, put the, your question in the context of the investments we're making in the downtown. Obviously, New Orleans has unique qualities that make it attractive to all of its residents from people around the, the country. We actually at Tulane have the most national student body in the country. Um, be, uh, and they all want to come to New Orleans because it's viewed as the best college town uh, in the country. Um, and our, our, our the interest in coming to Tulane has skyrocketed over the last um, five, six, seven years, um, per perhaps more than any school in the country. Um, so the, New Orleans has has unique qualities of character and relational um uh, uh, connections between people, quirkiness, out of the box, good food, um, that people want to be here. Um, obviously, that supports hospitality, but hospitality can't be the basis of um, sort of the 100% um, of the economic future of New Orleans. And, um, you know, the, the investments we're making downtown uh, in in research um, are really intended over the long run to help the, the transition of the economy of New, of New Orleans. Um, we really view this as some sense, we're not, we're not like Silicon Valley, but we could really be the biomedical bayou. Um, and uh, sort of the, we live in a world right now uh, with incredible uh, uh, impact of biomedical research and, and clinical care. And so the, our investments downtown and the partnership with LCMC together are part of a way to sort of push the economic envelope of, uh, of New Orleans. There's a, a great line of um, Pat Moynihan uh, years ago, a uh, famous senator and, and professor said, how do you, how do you create a, a great city? He said, you found a university and wait 200 years. <laughs> you know, we, we live in a, we live in a, in a, in a, a information biomedical economy. Tulane is very strong in those areas. And this partnership uh, and the growth of our research, I think bodes well long-term uh, to really expand the New Orleans economy. Nice. Greg Fern, what makes you feel worried, and then what makes you feel optimistic? For for many of the points Mike made, we're 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 bullish on the New Orleans economy and the the greater New Orleans area. Many urban cities are are having struggles right now, but if there's one thing that New Orleans is, it's resilient, um, like none other. 
And we believe in that. And, and we think this partnership is going to continue to build on the excitement of New Orleans and being in New Orleans. Uh, you know, as we look over the last three years and our partnership at Children's Hospital and with LSU and Tulane, the number of faculty that we've been able to recruit from, from really top-notch children's hospitals from around the country because they're excited about what they're seeing in New Orleans. They're excited about what LCMC Health is doing. Um, and now to announce this partnership, I think furthers that excitement. So um, we, we think together in our investments in the city, um, we're, we're on the right path and, and remain bullish. Great. Well, Greg Fern of LCMC Health and President Michael Fitz of Tulane University, this was a, a star-studded podcast. I appreciate you both taking the time this morning. Thank you so much for being guests. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biztalks.